Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. What up, girlfriends? It's your girl, mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. Back with the Hey Girlfriend podcast. So... Last week, you know, I talked about how you don't need male val- validation. And this week, I want to go over more of how to validate yourself. Like, we're done with the men and the male validation and all of that. It's now time to talk about us and how to improve our own lives, our own selves. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about self-validation so I am going to give tips pretty much based off my own journey and how I became this person that was able to move from needing and craving male attention and male validation to validating myself and once again as I said on the last episode that outside validation is not necessarily a bad thing it can help you on your self-validation journey. And what I mean by that is it is important that your circle and the people that are around you are people that actually like you, people that actually accept you for who you really are, people you feel good around, people you feel you can be your authentic self around. It's important to have those people around you in your corner that really have your back, that really validate you. When you need it. Because there's nothing wrong with a little validation every now and then. So that's, you know, what I want to start off saying. Is that when you're on this journey, it's important to have the right people around you. For sure. But you can use self-validation. And the thing that's funny about self-validation is that it's so true. Because it's like today, I was having a conversation with my husband about something. And I... I don't remember what I said exactly, but I was like, yeah, it's hard to believe because it's hard to believe that everyone else says that, but because you don't feel that way. And what I mean by that is self-validation is so, it's so necessary because it's like, even if you have the right people in your corner telling you all the right things, it's still not going to register within you if you don't believe it, if you don't validate yourself. Just like people call me beautiful and pretty all the time. It's not even me bragging. I hear it a lot. And it's so funny because at this party I was at, uh, it was my mother-in-law's um, 60th birthday. Someone there was complimenting me that I was just meeting for the first time. She was like, oh, you're really pretty and this and that. And then she mentioned, I bet you hear that a lot. And I just smiled because, yeah, I do, but it's like, no, get me wrong, I don't think I'm ugly, but I don't think I'm worthy for people to tell me that all the time. <laughs> that sounds so funny coming out of my mouth. I had to <laughs> I mean, I understand. I can I love accepting compliments and I love the compliment. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how to describe this. I'm still trying to figure this part out because I guess you know it because I'm not used to being called beautiful because I was made fun of a lot growing up. And plus, I'm not to put myself together. Like, if you saw me waking up in the morning, would you still say the same thing? And I guess I know the truth of the matter is, is that I just know how to present myself and look well when I go out because I like to put my best face forward, my best outfit forward, my best everything forward. I love to look good for me and feel good and I'm going out. And so for someone to say that, it's like they're looking at the finished product and not what's underneath it all. 
Like, you're looking at the makeup to have the blemishes. You're looking at the lashes. You're looking at my hair being done and the outfit being on point. You know, and cute shoes and a cute bag. You're looking at all of that. And it's like, tell me that when I wake up in the morning, you know? And so I guess it's just, I guess I have a hard time with that because I'm like, you like how I look right now, how I'm dressed up. But it's up to me, to, I guess, to validate all of me. Even the part of me that wakes up in the morning looking a hot mess. Because who doesn't look a hot mess in the morning? Come on now. Everyone looks, got bad breath, look a funky mess, and probably got <laughs> a blemish or something like that. You know, I get it. But anyway, enough about that. That just kind of made me really want to talk about this even more. Because I'm like... I really have to rely on my self-validation to get me through. The validation from others is nice. It's like a cherry on top, but I have to be the meat of it. I have to be like the actual Sunday, I guess I would say, in this sense. And so I want to help you to build your own Sunday and just let the outside external validation be like the cherry on top. So let's get into it. Um, first, I want to actually talk about the definition of self-validation to help you kind of grasp it. I pulled this off the internet off of psychology today. And so according to them, self-validation is the act of accepting our own internal experience, including our thoughts and feelings. Self-validation could include us encouraging ourselves, acknowledging our strengths and efforts, noticing and accepting our feelings, prioritizing our needs, Treating ourselves with kindness, saying nice things to ourselves, accepting our limitations or mistakes. And I love all those because it's like so, so real. And I just love real shit. Like, <laughs> if you know what I mean, like, I just love stuff that's like actually not, it's not fluff, but it's not tough. It's not like tough love. I just like to be real. And I feel like, Self-validation is one of those things where you can allow yourself to be really real with yourself and it still be validating. Let me tell you what I mean. So before I get into this list, I want you to understand that validating yourself is, doesn't mean that it's going to be all perfection. It doesn't mean that it's going to be all the things that are just great about you. It's that... But it's also including you being really honest with yourself about a lot of other things. And that's what I love about it because it's like, it's an overall thing of, of self-acceptance. Like radical self-acceptance. And so I want you to get that in your mind. I want you to just think of you as who you are. Okay? Not someone that, you know, where you beat yourself up about your mistakes. Or beat yourself up about um, anything you've done in the past. Or beat yourself up about just anything that you've done that you thought was less than perfect or not really yourself or anything like that. I want you to just, like, it's okay that that happened. You can still validate yourself and validate that experience no matter how bad or ugly it seemed to you. And so, I hope this kind of helps you to understand that. Because I feel like a lot of us are really just having a hard time with the selves, like the self-validation, the self-love, self-worth, self-esteem, because it's like we're waiting on ourselves to be some kind of per perfect or to not um, mess up and make mistakes. And we're forgetting that we're human, and it's all a part of self-acceptance and to self-validate yourself, validate yourself in every way. This is what this is going to be about. So this is going to get a little deep, but... I find it will help you to really look at yourself in a different way. And you will learn that it's it's easier to self-validate when you actually fully accept yourself. All right. So the first thing that helped me to learn to really validate myself was being very authentic and being true to me. Something that I've realized is that when you are being your true authentic self, I know it's scary at first because you may have not had many people that liked your authentic self. And so you felt like you had to be ashamed of who you are authentically. 
Like maybe you were ashamed growing up. Maybe you didn't have many friends. Maybe your parents criticized you a lot for being who you are. No one really seemed to love you for who you are. I get it. And so as you, you know, when you get older, you find it hard to be yourself or you find it afraid. You're afraid to be yourself because no one's going to accept you. But I want you to know something like be yourself anyway, because if they're not going to like it, you want them to not like it and get on somewhere. Basically, it's what I mean. It's like there's nothing wrong with you and your authentic self just because someone doesn't accept it or like it. I need you to still be yourself, period. And I promise you, you will find your tribe. Like, I can't tell y'all how many times. Like, before I did all this, Avenue Girl, I had the pages. Like, this was years ago when I was just on Facebook, just a regular person, you know, basically just posting little stuff that came to me and posting love quotes and posting what someone once told me, Dr. Field quotes and stuff. And I'm like, I, I, people used to bother me about that. Like a few people like, you think you're Dr. Phil? You Oprah, ain't it? And this and that. Why are you always talking about love? And this and that. I used to get that a lot. And I realized that they just could not get with my authentic self. And that's okay. A lot of times people see things as their own perspective. Or they may look at it, look at it as cringe because they don't have the audacity and the bravery to to do that you know and so I want you to know that when you're being your authentic self you may be cringe to some people only because they don't have the bravery to be that way you know and so those are not your people and I want you to know something else about being authentic being authentic not only attracts those that are for you but it also helps you to determine who's not for you so being authentic actually means that some people are not going to be for you. Ooh, I know, scary, right? Some people are going to reject you. But that's what you want because that's not who's for you. You want to be totally yourself and validate who you are by being yourself. And like I said, what can help with this? Is having a tribe and a corner of people that love you for your authentic self. People that just fully accept you. And you can't know who those people are if you aren't being yourself. You know? So that's one of the top things that really helped me. That's why I put it number one. Because I slowly started to open up and be myself. And even doing this I've Been That Girl stuff, y'all. Y'all have validated me in ways that I never knew could happen. And I appreciate it, like, a lot. Like, it means a lot. And and the thing is, I guess this has been, like, a, a very corrective emotional experience for me doing this. Because I never had anyone that I felt like just really fucked me like that, you know? I, had, I never been, I always felt like I was the oddball or just like the black sheep or I was casted out. I always felt like I didn't belong and fit in. But I really grew into myself. I just started being my damn self. And a whole new world of people opened up and was attracted to that. All, all hundreds and thousands of you. And it's like every day I'm on here being myself, saying things from the heart, and it's being received well. And and I'm getting a little choked up because I'm like, <laughs> I just want you to know how true that is. There's somebody for you. There's somebody that's going to really, really love you and what you do and be delighted in everything that's you. I promise you. But you just have to not be afraid to be that, be yourself. It's a very validating experience to just be able to be yourself and have your tribe attracted to you. Okay, so just do that and it, it will work. Your, your people will find you. They, they will. And it's like, I just learned that I can't take it personal anymore when someone doesn't behave how, you know, I expect them to or they don't treat me how required. You know, that means there's just a mismatch happening. And so you have to realize that that's just not for you. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you because that person can't take a liking to you or they are not treating you how you want, or they're not acting right, or anything like that. 
that means it's just an incompatibility. And I want you to really get that through your head. It doesn't mean that you're wrong to be yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to change up who you are. And I'm not talking about like working on yourself, doing self-work and inner work. I'm talking about at the core of your very being, of who you are on the inside, just overall. That means who you are before the healing on the inside and who you are after. You know, the the healing will change you, of course. But at the core of who you are and what you feel is authentic to you, it's always there. It always will remain. And so I've always loved to talk about love. I always love to talk about relationships. I always love to like share my wisdom. And it wasn't always received until I built my community. And it was received well by a lot of people. And it still is. And so that right there, this alone has been a very validating experience. Because I first decided to be authentic to myself. And then decided that that was enough. And that who it was for, it was going to be for. And who didn't like it, they just ain't like it. And you have to be okay with being disliked. That just means it's not for you. Um, and so, the last thing I want to say on that is basically, I want you to do what feels good and right for you. And know that what that looks like for you may look different for someone else. And it's okay for yours to look a little different. It doesn't mean you're weird, crazy, none of that. And I find that there's really no such thing as weird. It's just that people don't understand you. And the people around you are not used to that. Every quote-unquote weird person has their tribe. Like, every, all of them. All of them. Like, anything you can think of that's just the most weirdest thing in the world. Best believe they got a tribe. They got somebody that likes it, that fucks with it. Okay? So, don't be afraid to be yourself. Start doing being yourself a little more and more and more. And doing things where you find yourself in them. Meaning any kind of hobby, anything that makes you feel good, anything that can be going out to your favorite spot. If you like art, going to an art show. If you like to eat, hell, going to a favorite restaurant. Anything that makes you feel like you and makes you feel good and makes you feel happy. That's a validating experience and that's a good start to validating yourself. Because you're being your authentic self. Unashamedly. Is that a word? Unashamed? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Number two. I made myself a priority. That's how I really started to validate myself is make myself a priority, meaning that it's just what it says. I made myself a priority, meaning anything that I felt, I checked in with me first is what I'm trying to say. Checked in with me first on a lot of different things before I said yes or before I said no, before I did anything, made any decisions. I'm checking in with me and what I really feel and not trying to go with whatever someone else feels. I'm making myself a priority. Making myself a priority meaning self-care as well. Caring for myself and what I need in order to feel, recharge my battery. Like, for a long time I didn't realize that I was an introvert or that I was, um, what's the words I'm looking for? I don't know. Well, maybe I am an introvert, but I realized that it's more so that I really need a lot of me time to recharge. Like, it's just, that's how I make myself a priority, by, by understanding what I need and honoring that, regardless of what anyone has to say. Like, I don't believe in overextending myself or saying yes when I really don't want to I mean, there's, there comes a time when every now and then you may have to make a small sacrifice for someone you care about. I get it. But I make those minimum because I'm going to make it a habit to where the people in my life understand who I am and they learn to respect my boundaries because I'm respecting them as well. Like, for example, if I say that on the weekend I only have one day to spend out, and the next day I want to spend in because I need that little recuperation before the work week. Then that's what I'm going to do. That's how I prioritize myself because I'm understanding like, okay, this is what I need in order to function and in order to be okay. I realized that I have to have my own back and take care of me. I can't depend on anyone else to do it for me and just know what I need and take care of all of my needs. Like, yes, they can, you know, help with it. Like my husband, he's there to add to it. But I really have to be there for myself. 
and I do that by making myself a priority. And if anyone makes you feel guilty for that, it's because they some way want to take advantage of you not prioritizing yourself and more so prioritizing them over you. That's what that normally is about. And at that point in time in that person's life, they may need you more than you're able to be there. Or it may leave you little to no room to take care of yourself. And I'm telling you, they're going to guilt trip you for trying to prioritize yourself. But don't feel guilty for doing it. You owe it to yourself to make yourself a priority and be there for yourself. And have your own name back. And provide your own self with your needs. You owe that to yourself. You have to do that to yourself because nobody's coming to save you. Like, I can't remember the name of this really famous um, speaker, motivational speaker that said this. So I'm not claiming that. But she led um, a speech or something with it, a reel, a video or something. Y'all probably know who she is. I can't remember her name. But she was like, nobody's coming to save you. And, oh, excuse me, I had a hiccup. <laughs> and when she said it, I was like, oh, is this, is she talking about Jesus? Jesus is not coming to save <laughs> And then I kept listening. I'm like. Oh, that was a very powerful message. I can't remember where it's at. It's, a, it's an older video, but I never forget it. And she's like, nobody's coming to save you. And that's so true. You have to prioritize yourself so that you can save yourself and take care of you and what you need. Okay? That's how you be. That's how you validate yourself as well by understanding what your what you need and what your priorities towards yourself are. Number three encouraging myself and being very kind to myself so encouraging myself means that I speak to myself how I would want a close friend to speak to me how I would want a parent to speak to me someone I love to speak to me I speak to myself that way and encourage myself through any and everything like instead of thinking about all the bad that can happen I try to encourage myself and let myself know that it's okay I extend grace to myself I extend extend compassion to myself and I know a lot of people struggle with that I get it a lot of people do and um I want to say I don't know if I ever had that issue I think I always I've always had to be my own kind of best friend because growing up I had to learn how to self-soothe because I didn't feel like I had anyone else there to to soothe me. And I don't know, it, you know, a lot of other people could have grown up that way as well, but they have a different outcome. My outcome was just that I've always been there for myself to encourage myself and to lift me up and to self-soothe because I didn't have no other choice but to do that if I was going to be all right. And so I just kind of carried that into my adulthood where I lean on myself, encourage myself to anything new I'm trying to do. And I just tell myself, like, you got this, you got this, you can do this. And even if, even if, if I fail, even if I make a mistake, even if I make a fuck up and it just don't go right like I thought or like I encouraged myself, it doesn't mean that I was lying to myself when I was encouraging myself. All it means is just that I tried and it wasn't it. You can try again. That's how I encourage myself as well, even through the mess ups and mistakes be a little gentle with yourself. Don't beat my don't beat yourself up, especially if it was something new or something you didn't quite even know or something that was just that you were new at learning at. It wasn't that you fucked it up or that you made a big mistake. It happened. You didn't know you were learning. And so what I've learned to tell myself is that okay, if I'm making mistakes it means I'm actually moving and trying. If something didn't work out, if I tried something that didn't work out, it just means that I'm actually trying and I'm moving forward and I'm learning and I'm gaining that wisdom through that. And so that's how I just learned to encourage myself and kind of like pick myself up to keep me through it. And so that kind of leads me into another part of validating myself, which was number, I guess we're going to number... I'm going to switch these around. I got them listed, but I'm going to switch them around because validating your feelings goes really well with this. And that's the next thing to help me to actually validate myself is validating my feelings. So that will be number four, validating my feelings. So in doing that, it means every single feeling that comes up, I realize it's all a part of the human experience and it is okay Whatever feelings come up. 
it's you can't you know be ashamed of anything that you feel or feel like you should not feel it you know instead validate it and the way you validate it is allow yourself to feel it and know that it is okay and you can't make what you feel into something else and what I mean is like you can't internalize it to mean something bad about you you know and what I'm meaning is that while yes you may feel a certain way it doesn't have to mean anything is wrong with you or anything about you for example feeling jealous you know a lot of people may be ashamed to feel that way or don't want to admit that feeling but that feeling can have a lot of information in it about you and things that you may need to work on within yourself. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're trying to be a bad person. It means that there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean any of those things. More so, instead, validate it and be honest with yourself about that feeling and examine it. You know, why are you feeling that way? Why are you feeling jealous that, you know, so-and-so got a house Maybe it's because, you know, you tried and you failed at that or you really want one or you thought you would have one at at that certain age or, you know, whatever it is. I'm just making an example. And so instead, what you do is you work to validate the feeling that you're feeling instead of, you know, lashing out or instead of projecting the feeling. Just instead own it and validate it, no matter what the feeling is. And when it comes to validating feelings for me... It really, really helped me to humanize my experience. Like, growing up, my feelings were invalidated a lot. And I didn't feel like I had anyone to really care about my feelings. Or they said I was always over-exaggerating. Or that I was a crybaby. Or that I was too emotional. You know, I've always been told those things about myself. And so, growing up as an adult, getting older. Now, being an adult, I mean... I had to learn that it was just hard for them to validate my feelings because there were feelings that they just didn't understand. And so since they didn't understand it, I decided I'm going to work to understand my feelings and validate them. So you have no room here to be ashamed for what you feel or be ashamed for what's coming up or think something's wrong for you. You know, you don't have to label the feeling as being something wrong with you. Instead, just own the feeling, like, and validate it. And because the thing is, this also can kind of go hand in hand with forgiving yourself for ways you could have acted or for things you could have done or mistakes you could have made it. Made. I said made it. Mistakes you could have made. You know, forgiving yourself for those things. That also can validate your feelings and realize that, okay, that's how you felt in the moment. That's how you felt in the heat of the moment. And you didn't know now what you know then. And so it's really just forgiving yourself and understanding that you are only human. You're only human. And... Having different feelings and the range of emotions, all of that, you are human. So I've just learned to humanize every part of me, my vulnerability, uh, my feelings, my emotions. I validate all of them. If something makes me cry, it just makes me cry. If I'm frustrated, I'm just frustrated right now. Oh, well, if I'm mad, if I'm sad, if I'm bitter even, if I'm angry, jealous, all of that. It's just how I'm feeling right now. And sometimes if I need a little space to myself to process the feelings and emotions, that's just what I'm going to have to do. And that's what I do. Instead of, you know, shaming the feelings away or acting like I'm not feeling them, I validate them. Oh, I'm going to feel them all. I'm going to feel all the feelings. If I need to take a little time to myself to feel them all, I'm going to feel them all. And that just makes me feel human, you know? And it's validating because... It's no one else telling me how I should feel. Don't allow anyone to do that. To tell you how you should feel. Or you shouldn't feel that way. Or you should be over that by now. No. If I don't feel it. You're not going to tell me what to feel. Don't let anyone else come and tell you. How you should feel about anything. 
just anyone to help you process it, yes. But someone to tell you how you should feel, no. That's something that I also had to do away with, was allowing others to tell me how I should feel or to suck it up or anyone telling me how to how I should be basically having my experience right now. Don't allow anyone to do that. So that was a big thing for me is really listening and feeling my feelings because they've always been invalidated. So me telling myself, okay, yes, right now, this is how I feel. And you're not going to tell me that I should feel differently. I'm going to feel it. You have that right to. Number five. I like this one a lot. Listen to your own voice and intuition. Listen to your own voice and intuition. So this is really big because if you grew up around caregivers, people you depended on, parents, whoever it was, you may have grown up not really being taught how to listen to your own intuition because parents mean well, but a lot of times what they do with their kids is instead of them understanding that just because they're little, they still have real feelings. Parents have a way of trying to make you feel what they think you should feel or trying to correct your feelings, so to speak. And it causes you to, you know, deny your own intuition and feelings. Like, okay, maybe I'm wrong for feeling this way. Like, I'm going to tell you, it's a pretty, it's a kind of deep story. I'm past this now, but it's a really good point that I want to make that really helped me on my self-validation journey. And I want to share it here. I've shared it before, probably like on my Patreon a while ago. This was like when I first started, but I'm going to share it here because it was a very, very validating experience for me. And really, really, it really helped me. So when I was younger, um, I don't really recall how it happened or what it was or why, but I was at the doctor's office and I remember I was young, about five maybe, and I was getting checked down there. And he pulled my pants down. I was a male doctor. My parents were sitting right there. And he I remember he was just like really opening my vagina up, like really checking it. And I was like, I'm a kid, about five, six or seven. I'm a kid, but I didn't like it. I remember I jumped down off the table real fast and pulled my pants up because I was uncomfortable. And I remember... Once I did that, and I looked over at my parents sitting there calmly, like nothing happened. As a kid, I immediately immediately thought, maybe I overreacted. Maybe it was really nothing. And so, I think that was the first time that I really remember losing my own sense of intuition and my own voice. As a kid, like I'm five, six, or seven, like I said. I'm no older than seven. I know I was young, pretty young. And I just never forgot that. And I was like, I didn't like it, but my parents didn't seem to say anything was wrong. They seen me clearly in distress because I jumped up before the doctor told me to get up. Like, I stopped them and jumped up and pulled my pants up. Like, what? I don't like this. I didn't say that, but I remember just feeling so violated as a kid. And at the time, of course, I didn't know that I was, quote unquote, overreacting. But I remember feeling like, okay, maybe I should not respond that way because my parents seemed to be okay. Maybe, you know, I was thinking, okay, I shouldn't have done that. So fast forward all the way to me being an adult. And this was like about three, four years ago. I'm working in a call center. And in the call center, they have this tool that is used to basically tap into customers phones so that we can work with them and see what's wrong with their phone i worked in a call center for cell phones a cell phone company and so this one guy that i did that with he showed me his dick like flat out was like showing it to me that's not of course what you're supposed to do and i was just and i remember just freezing and i didn't know what to do i was just like so disgusted felt so violated and i remember his voice was like Oh, I don't even want to repeat it. I just remember him asking me, do you see it? Do you see it? And I'm just, he even said my name. And I was just, and I think I told a nearby floor supporter manager, like, to, like, hey, he's doing this. Can you get this off my screen? And I just walked away because I couldn't do it. I froze. And I was just like, and the reason why I froze, because I didn't want to overreact. 
And I realized that that moment, because I went to a therapist after that, and I was telling her, putting the pieces together and telling her, she was like, you need to go back and ask your mom about that incident when you was a kid. And that's all she kind of said. It never really helped me with anything. I'm just like, okay. So I put the pieces together myself. And I was like, I froze because I didn't want to overreact. And I still felt like I overreacted because everybody in the office was thinking it was funny. I didn't think it was funny. No one asked me how I felt. No one asked me if I was okay. And I, with that, I just was like, I feel like I overreacted. But then I had to remember, I didn't. It affected me differently than it may have affected anyone else. But it was still true to me. So I validated myself. And that's how I healed from that. Because I've then I realized that I'm feeling this way because how I was as little me when I felt violated and how I reacted. I thought that I was made to feel like I overreacted because of how my parents reacted to it. They didn't act like I was making a big deal. And even after that incident, I remember my mom had to take me to the doctor before, had to take me to the doctor to get a physical, my first physical when I was like a kid. And I remember asking her so many questions like, are they going to check me down there? Because I was nervous about it. And she was just like, oh, girl, it ain't nothing. It's just this and that. And I'm like, it's, there it was again. No one was validating my feelings. And so, because no one was listening to me. So I had to make it to where I listened to myself at least. If nobody else is going to, I had to trust what I felt in my intuition not giving a damn about how anybody else felt about it. So in that office that day, when that man showed me his dick, when I was just trying to do my damn job and me being afraid of overreacting, I realized that any reaction would not have been an overreaction. And that I felt how I felt because of my own trauma and what I've been through and what I feel is a violation. And that, for me, was a very validating experience and came full circle for me. And it actually helped me heal that inner child in me that had that experience. I had to go back and basically tell her, tell little me that you did not overreact. Your parents just underreacted. You did not overreact. You felt how you felt. And you're feeling how you feel right now. And it's okay. And that just helped me to work through it even more, so to speak, you know. And that's how I want you to validate yourself. Like, if you have a hard time with um, listening to your own voice or listening to your own intuition, it may have been because at one point in time someone told you it was wrong or made you feel like it, what you felt or what you thought or what your voice inside of you said was wrong. It's not because it's coming from you. And even if you listen to your own intuition and you still make a mistake, that is still your mistake to make. That is your mistake to make because that's for you to learn from. That's from you to grow from. All the adults and all the people in your life, they had to make their own way and they made their own mistakes. I'm not saying to purposely go out and make a mistake, but I'm saying to not be afraid to listen to yourself for a change. Because even that mistake or even that quote-unquote setback or whatever happens that was still meant for you because it was meant for your journey and to grow you in the direction that you're trying to go in and so that's how I learned to look at it listen to whatever my intuition tells me whatever I feel strongly on I'm going to do it no matter which way that it directs me and leads me and so that incident alone right there taught me to listen to what I feel listen to my own voice listen to my intuition about things and when it comes to you doing the same, listen to yourself, to the voice that tells you what's right for you and what feels right for you. You know, your intuition is not lying to you. Someone said that your intuition, I hope I don't get this wrong. They said the best way to look into your intuition is it's a yes. Your intuition is more so a yes, and your anxiety is like a scared no. And so, intuition is going to feel like, it's going to feel light. It's going to feel like it's the right thing to do. It's going to feel just right for you at that time. I don't know how else to explain it. I'm trying my best. But you know what I'm saying. You know that voice. You know what's going on in your head and what you feel. Don't let anyone take that away from you because that is the way to validate yourself and your experience. No one else is inside of you feeling what you feel. No one else has felt what you felt. No one else has been where you've been. No one else has lived inside of your body but you. 
and it's really that deep, okay? You really had to think of it that way. Like, you couldn't have grown up around the same people, siblings and others, friends and whatnot, and they have a different experience and different opinion, different intuition and all of that, different than yours, and it's okay. They're not in your body. So you have to remember that. Trust your own voice and your own intuition and what you feel. Like, this whole journey... I'm telling you, has been very validating for me and my experience and helping me to just really learn how to depend on my damn self, you know? That leads me into number six, which is self-acceptance. Now, self-acceptance is a big, big thing, and the self-acceptance is really close to self-love. And for me... Self-acceptance means basically accepting yourself flaws and all. It doesn't mean just accepting the parts of you that you love so much. It's even the parts of you that you don't quite love so much, but you have learned to accept it and it's okay. And the things that you may have to work on and may always have to work on. Things that may trigger you may always trigger you, but you've learned how to work through the triggers. Self-acceptance is also accepting any kind of limits you may have, limitations you may have. It's accepting just... You all around is a person of who you are. Like for me, I have ADHD. And I've learned to not feel, I don't want to say ashamed. I've learned to not feel bad about how I have to take care of me and prioritize me because of my condition. So with ADHD, I can get very, very, I guess you would say frazzled easily or very, very overwhelmed easily. And it's a lot, and it's a lot for me. And a lot of people don't understand that. Well, some, I'm not going to say a lot. Some people don't understand it because they don't have that issue. And it's some people, even my family, that may feel a way about it. But I've learned to just be like, that's your problem, not mine. I got to take care of me. But anyway, what I mean when it comes to self-acceptance is that I understand my limitations. And I understand that some things I just can't do, and I'm okay with that. Like... I have to have someone shop my groceries for me. <laughs> I know it seems so small, so small, but it matters so much to me. It It's a big, big help in my life because grocery shopping was always hard for me because I would get so sidetracked and spend so much time in there. If it's too many people in there in the way, I get irritated with people in my way, frustrated and all that. And, you know, a lot of people can be thinking, like, well, you shouldn't get frustrated around people. It's just how, you know, people can come with all kind of logic about why you shouldn't be that way. But, like I said, that's not self-validating. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel that way. I should be okay with going to the grocery store. I got to do what I got to do. No, you don't. You should not feel a certain way about that. You should feel however you feel, which for me, it's overwhelming. I don't like it. If I can pay someone to do it, I have. I thank God for Instacart and whoever did the Kroger pickup and whatever the pick. I'm so glad that they come on board with that. A lot of people started doing it after COVID. I was doing it way before COVID. As soon as it came out, I'm like, well, this will be a big help to me. DoorDash and all of that. DoorDash all the food. I'm not going to pick up a damn thing. It's coming to me because it just makes my life so much easier. But I don't have to fight the traffic, fight the people in the store, be overwhelmed about everything in the grocery store. Trying to decide what I need next and this and that and forgetting stuff. It's just so much easier to sit there on my phone, look through what I need, add it to the cart. Bam, somebody's shopping it for me. I tipped them well. There we go. Let's move on. So I'm saying in little instances like that, that's all a part of self-acceptance. It's accepting that you just get frustrated and crabby and irritated having to be around people in the store. And, and not being ashamed of it. You know, some people be like, you, you know, I, I know I shouldn't feel that way, but I just, no. Fuck it. You feel that way, that's what you feel, and it's all right. And so that's how I've learned to validate myself. Like, I don't care what nobody says. You can call it lazy. You can call it all kind of names. I don't care. I know me, and I do it because I need to do that for me. And that's prioritizing myself, which was one of these numbers in here as well. So, man, do you. Do what you got to do for you. And accept that. Some things you just you just have some limits on some things, some flaws on some things, and it is okay. So that was a very validating experience for me. Let's see. I'm on number seven. Mm. Yes, number seven. 
Another big thing that helps is using your history to self-validate. Now, I pulled this off the internet, but I'm going to say my own thing to it. So, I'm like, yes, that's it. That's exactly what I did. And so, what it means by using your history to self-validate, it's meaning that if you got through it before, you can get through it again. If you did something before, you can do it again. And so, sometimes... You know, when we struggle with self-validation, it's because we may have trouble believing in ourselves or what we're capable of achieving. And so whenever you reflect on past things that you've done, that you've gotten through, you can be like, I did it before I can do it again. And sometimes we forget that. And so it's good to take a look on your journey and all the things that you've gotten through. Like for me, graduating college was a big thing for me. I graduated college in 2014, so it's been some time. And sometimes I forget that I really put in the work and I did that. I was like hustling, trying to do that and work and trying to do a lot of different things. But I did it. So I remind myself like I did it once I could do it again. And sometimes we can lose ourselves in remembering that and like, wait a minute, you've been here before. You can do this again. So just just going through things and remembering how I got through it, that validates me a lot as well because it's like, okay. You did it before, you can do it again. It's just like anyone else was telling you. Anyone else trying to encourage you. I encourage myself that way. And so, just remember your successes. And if it helps, you know, sometimes reflect upon the things that you feel good about that you've done. Your successes, your goals that you've achieved. No matter how big or small they are. And remember that, you know, you've been doing it. You have done it. Then you can keep doing it. And so use that to uplift yourself and to validate yourself and to encourage yourself. That helps me tremendously in every single aspect. I love recalling times where, you know, I remember back in the day, this and that. I remember this and that. I remember I got through that. I remember I did that before. I can do it again. And it kind of like pushes me to keep going. The last one. Um, this is kind of one that I already said, I just realized, number eight, which was normalize and humanize your feelings. And that kind of goes into what I said before basically is you know normalizing that it's okay to have a wide range of feelings and emotions basically in a nutshell i don't know why i put that as number eight when i had that already is validating your feelings i guess i just missed the list i've already put eight tips on here so it's going to remain eight tips and i'm just going to put that tip again (laughs) i'm so silly but yes that Yes, I don't have anything to add on basically um, humanizing your feelings. I just want you to know that your feelings are normal and please stop making them abnormal because someone once couldn't understand your feelings or they couldn't validate your feelings. You you have you for that. You can do it. You validate your feelings if nobody else does because your if you feel it, then it's valid. Simple as that. Like any feeling you feel... It's valid because it comes from you. Now, the feelings may not be telling you the truth of the matter. What I mean by that is say if you feel um, abandoned by something. That feeling is very valid and it's worth you processing and getting to the root of. But it doesn't mean that that person is abandoning you per se. You get what I'm saying? So that's just one example So any feeling you feel, I want you to realize that it is valid, but it may not be telling you the truth and just to process it and realize where that's coming from. That's also what helped me. And so that's all I got. But I want to end on this. Now, this was all about self-validation. And what I really want you to do is get to the point of validating yourself to where you're not looking for it in anyone else or trying to morph or change yourself to be someone that can receive validation from someone that you feel is able to give it or give you the validation you're looking for. And just not with just male validation, any validation, period. I don't want you to ever feel like you have to change yourself to receive that. Be yourself and validate yourself and your experience. Anyone that can't get with that or understand that is not for you. I want you to practice reminding yourself that it doesn't mean that you're being wrong because someone doesn't like you. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you because someone doesn't like you or someone doesn't like your authentic self. It doesn't mean any of that. Even when it comes to dating and these men, it's the same thing. Continue 
to validate and be yourself. Because the moment you try to change and be who you think that man wants, that's what's going to end you up in an experience that's not even truly for you. That's going to be heartbreaking and damaging because you're losing yourself in it. Or you're trying to find yourself through them, through the love that you're trying to find, through the love you're trying to basically find yourself love through making them love you. And making you feel good and worthy. And I'm telling you. You don't want to be on that end of it. And so self-validation is basically there for you. To help you validate who you are. In your true form and authentic form. It's you validating just you as is. You as being enough right here. Right now as you are. And then once you validate you. All of you. Accept all of you. Look at it as that you're there in the center. And then everything that is for you is being attracted to you. Everything that, everyone, everything that actually loves your authentic self. They are recognizing it and you're building a tribe and they're being attracted to you. I want you to realize just how magnetic you are. when you The moment you start really self-validating and standing true in your self-validation and true in who you are. It's going to be a lot of people that may not make the list, that may not like you for you, and that is okay. Those are not your people, okay? So, self-validate, okay? I want you to grow practice it. Practice validating your experience, your feelings, validating who you are, what you want, what you need, all of that. And I know it's scary at first if you're not used to it. I know it feels like being yourself is not going to be so rewarding. It's such a good thing. But if anything, it's going to be rewarding for you because now you feel you're coming more alive because you are being true to yourself and who you truly are and want to be. And so once you start feeling that, just that feel good, that's going to, you know, illuminate for you, so to speak, that's going to come out of you. It's just going to be attractive to whoever actually likes your identic self and there will be people there will it won't be all but there will be some and i want you to know that in order to get to who's for you you gotta be you okay so start validating yourself work on these things that i've said in every which way that you can and and just see how it works for you i want you to see that how your life begins to change when you're just trying to and know it's hard at first because you may not be used to that or someone made you feel wrong for who you are. And so now you're having a hard time trying to validate yourself and you're looking for it outwardly because that's all you've known is to look for it outside of you. But once you just start doing small things that can help you validate your experience and to validate who you are as a person, you'll realize a whole lot about yourself and a whole lot about the people around you that you know, maybe never really validated you or the people that you're chasing validation from. They don't have any validation to give you because they don't like your authentic self. And that seems like it's tragic, but it's information for you to understand who's for you and who's not. Remember that. So that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. As always, you can catch any bonus content bonus episodes on my patreon which is in the bio patreon.com slash admin that girl i have books and i'm working on some other books that i'm trying to release this year but i have three out and one of them is a journal quote book all of that's on my webpage admin which is in the bio as well and i also do coaching um that's also in the bio i have a wide range of different coaching styles to fit your needs. All in the bio. I've been a girl.net. So that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one. Peace out.